Blog Talk Radio. Joshua live here at 2 a.m. On, on a late Thursday, early Friday. Um, this is basically something that I'm doing to enhance my current uh, professional uh, broadcast journalism skills. Now, um, I understand that uh, all year this year, I've, I've asked people to come on the show that are that I'm fan, that I'm a big fan of and, and listen to or like or watch or check out for what they do. But I understand that uh, I will probably get a job on satellite radio if I keep this up and the show becomes more and more popular. The main goal and objective is to become the next Howard Stern. And, uh, you know, he's going he's gonna to hang it up one day. So somebody has to uh, fill the void for him. And no perfect, no, no better person than Danny Joshua to do that. So one thing you got to do when you're in a radio you know, is uh, talk to people that you don't even necessarily know or like, you know, like if you have a talk show, you know, whoever has, you know, like a Vin Diesel, <laughs> you know, whoever, whoever's out now or whoever's hot, whatever, you know, you got to interview that guy because, you know, they're paying money to be on your show or for the advertisement or whatever. And so, uh, you know, as much as I want to keep my show, uh, Jamie Joshua Live fun for myself uh, and I, I fully intend to do that like I also understand that I have to uh, have some people on at different points that I may not necessarily even know or like or give a shit about just, just for the practice you know just for the getting that under my belt another thing is uh, you have to do all kind of things when you're when you're in radio and um, starting Tuesday um one of my favorite shows on television, if not my favorite show, is Dallas. And uh, Dallas Season 3 on uh, TNT resumes this Monday night. So uh, I asked my cousin, who's also a fan of the show, Sierra, down there in Florida, to uh, co-host the show with me. So we'll we'll see if we're able to pull that off. And this Tuesday, it'll be Dallas the day after. Like, I can't do it right after the show as I would ideally like to do it because uh, I work on Monday nights, so I can't just be here, watch the show, then do the recap show. So it'll be Dallas the day after. But, again, this is something that I have to do simply to, you know, get uh, this kind of a skill set developed. (laughs) Because uh, I listened to my older shows back in January and February that I did on here. You can listen to every single show I've ever done, blogtalkradio.com slash Joshua whatever, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I cringe. I, I think I've got a lot better at this you know, as far as keeping it moving and, and whatnot. Another thing uh, you might have to do in, in radio is, like, cover events. And um, SummerSlam, WWE SummerSlam, coming up this Sunday night live on the WWE Network, 999 a month. 
not necessarily a pay-per-view. I don't know if it's even on pay-per-view as uh, they've really uh, started their own network and are pushing that. They don't even promote it anymore as being on pay-per-view. I'm, I'm sure it's still on, like, Time Warner and everything, but not direct TV or Dish Network or any shit like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm going to now, after, well, right now, I'm just going to play a song from Cesar Leo because <laughs> I kind of want to go out and smoke a cigarette before I start doing this. So I'm going to play this song from Cesar Leo that we didn't get to this past Sunday that I had loaded up. Uh, this is uh, No Way featuring Luke Daniels. Uh, Love this song. It gave me goosebumps uh, when I heard it and still kind of does. So, uh, Cesar Leo was my guest Sunday night on the show. That's on demand. Uh, just find that, listen to it. If you're an artist, if if you are out there trying to record your shit and and be taken seriously and, and you're really in, in the game, like you need to listen to that show. This is, this is talking to a studio engineer here. This is valuable stuff that we brought to the table this past Sunday. And uh, I don't know, I part three with DJ Aladdin more than likely happening this Sunday night around 11.30 or midnight because of other things. But, yeah, I'm going to really try to uh, get my shit together here, give you a little, my predictions for SummerSlam here right after this song from C's Leo. I want to see, uh, <laughs> I want to see how professional I can be <laughs> right now. I'm going to see if I can really turn it on, and if I already got it, or if this is something that I got to have to like practice and to get good at, whatever. There is no way he can be like me. Baby, don't play. Tell your man, be a man, baby. There's no way he's like me. No, there's no way. No way. No way. Tell that nigga no way. From your man, baby, don't play any day, anyway. How you doing? Let's conversate. No wonder why you got that angry look up on your face. Been the same of how you went the fucking wood and lame. Okay, now back to us. Y'all said us. This make you blush. I'm better than your man, baby. You can feel the rest. It's like we've known each other for years, but this our first time. That's when you second guess your first guess. Like, is he really mine? He think he better. Tell him that it's no way. He think it's over. Tell him that it's my way I'm known for open up eyes and see a real nigga, no pies I'm known for open up thighs and when I do, they know I'm surprised at how they wasted all this time with you But fuck it, he the past, what's up with me and you? I know you probably thinking you don't trust, dude Well tell me this, how you know they trust you?
this your girl, awkward. Cause now I know why you call her awkward. Surf's up when I come around up. Catching killer waves while I'm screaming cowabunga. If I'm wrong, well, I'ma make it right. Well, let me think. I treat her right. Just let it sink. On top of that. I fuck her right, whatever she like it don't cause she get it night Baby girl, call your man, tell him step it up Tell your friends we got plans, we gon' tear it up tonight Tonight, let's make it happen, baby Baby girl, call your man, tell him step it up Tell your friends we got plans, we gon' tear it up Okay, back live here, Jamie Joshua live. Sorry about the uh, dead space there. I literally thought that song played longer. <laughs> yeah, SummerSlam coming up this Sunday. On the, You can watch it on WWE Network. Nine ninety nine a month, as they keep stressing. <laughs> anyway, I have the seven main matches here. going to give you my predictions for them, as I've been watching pro wrestling my whole life. And I have a pretty good feel for it, and I, I think that I can predict what uh, some people may be surprised by. So um, we'll just start out with a match between Roman Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. Now, they are clearly pushing all three members of the Shield, and you would think that this was a lock, that Roman Reigns would beat Randy Orton this Sunday, but you've got to keep in mind that they still have a lot of events and pay-per-views to follow this. So, just beating the uh, WWE, the first uh, guy to uh, unify those titles back in December, Randy Orton. If you think that uh, he's just going to be right away by Roman Reigns, well, here's my shocking prediction. I predict Randy Orton to win this match. Um, Roman Reigns will beat him next month at the next pay-per-view or somewhere down the road for sure, but um, they're going to get two or three pay-per-views out of this match. It's not going to be a one-off where Reigns just destroys Orton. If you saw Raw this Monday night where Orton RKO'd Sheamus, if Sheamus came off the top rope, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that even though people hate Orton's heel character um, portrayed right now on television, they always pop when he hits those RKO's out of nowhere, and the crowd counts along one, two, three. Now, I'm not saying Orton's going to RKO Reigns and beat him, clean like that, but uh, definitely suspect some kind of a shenanigans or something from Triple H because for a long time, this was supposed to be Triple H versus Reigns at SummerSlam. I'm not so sure why that didn't take place, but uh, Orton's the guy filling in. Fully suspect them to have two or three pay-per-views fighting each other here throughout the end of the year, so I look for, and this may be the most shocking prediction of all, but I look for Randy Orton to beat Roman Reigns on Sunday. Now to uh, 
what shouldn't be shocking for anybody is the match between AJ Lee and Paige. <laughs> um, whenever someone gets the upper hand on someone uh, on Raw before the pay-per-view, that is almost a clear dead giveaway that they are going to lose. <laughs> like uh, it's happened so many times. It's 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 99% of the time it's true. Now this was an easy match to predict. Anyway, like AJ Lee, definitely a clear favorite for anyone that has any sense. <laughs> um, you have to make people think that you're a viable contender. Like you have to build someone up, and like uh, the same for the next match I'm going to cover: Rusev versus Jack Swagger. Like they are building Jack Swagger up as this a uh, real American. America versus Russia, but fully expect Rusev to uh, defeat Jack Swagger on Sunday. Those are my predictions here. Now, this is like uh, when in the UFC, if you're a UFC fan, and they had a... Ah, what the hell is his name? Uh, Now it's evading me. (laughs) They had a guy, Shane Carwin, okay, he knocked out like 10, 11, 12 guys, and then it was him versus Brock Lesnar uh, on pay-per-view in the UFC just to have someone to make money and to face Brock Lesnar like they had Carwin knock out all these people in a row, 11, 12 people in a row. Not saying UFC is fixed, even though I am saying that. <laughs> but it's just it's just business, and it's, uh, you know, what you got to do. So Orton defeats Reigns, AJ goes over Page, and... Rusev over Swagger, which leads us to Bray Wyatt versus Chris Jericho. Now, Chris Jericho just returned, and um, a lot of insiders think that they're actually going to give him the title, like, at some point. Like, one last run as World Heavyweight Champion. Now, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I think they have something really good planned for Jericho, um, they may have brought him back just to get that song from Fozzie, The Lights Go Out, for the theme song for SummerSlam, <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, but Jericho hasn't been jobbing like he, he has been doing in his recent returns to WWE, you know, losing to Fandango at WrestleMania, you know, just putting over the younger guys. Like, that didn't happen last month, and he beat Bray Wyatt. But um, what sense would it make for him to beat Bray Wyatt again? Like, not even John Cena beat him again. Like, Bray Wyatt got a win over John Cena in a cage, as I recall. So, definitely expect Bray Wyatt to get the win this Sunday. Um, if the uh, thing about this is, uh, that I'm talking about is, when the television forces you to think and makes you think, oh, it's, it's clearly like a... Jack Swagger is getting the upper hand or Paige is getting the upper hand. Like, that's when you need to throw that red light on and just just realize what's going on. Yeah, they have to do that, just like Shane Carwin and UFC knocking everybody out before he loses. Like, like they have to do that to try to get you to believe that this person could beat the other person. But uh, not going to happen. <laughs> now on to uh, Stephanie McMahon versus Brie Bella. Now, this is actually one I'm, I'm kind of torn on because, again, I think about how there are legs to this, and I fully expect Daniel Bryan to be involved in some way. 
during this match, I don't necessarily give it the uh, the win to Brie Bella as quickly as a lot of people do. I think that this is something that could go on and on with for the next couple months. Uh, maybe Daniel Bryan somehow costs Brie Bella the win inadvertently, you know, Triple H out there, of course, with his shenanigans. Like, uh, it doesn't, it makes sense for Brie Bella to beat Stephanie. Like, I can see that happening. But, um, this is the only match I'm torn on as far as who the winner's going to be. Like, uh, this is the one match that even I, watching wrestling my whole life, cannot really call. Uh, but at the end of the day, think, uh, if I have to predict it, I think they will go with Brie Bella beating Stephanie, just because way too many bad guys are winning on this pay-per-view. <laughs> so, if all of my other predictions are correct, then they have to give this to Brie, you know. They have to make the crowd happy at some point. <laughs> so, I'm going to give it to Brie Bella, but I think this storyline is going to continue. I think they've only scratched the surface with this. And I know they have a uh, DVD coming out on Stephanie McMahon where she is going to talk about how the Macho Man Randy Savage had sex with her when she was underage. <laughs> so that's why you're seeing Stephanie McMahon on TV now. Uh, they have a DVD on Sting coming out next month. And uh, he's going to be there at the event, whether or not they're going to use him or not. I have no freaking idea. But, uh, you know, it'd be nice. <laughs> but, you know, they, they always feel like, well, we already have like these storylines set up and WWE plans all of their stuff months in advance, so how do we fit staying in to anything, you know? That's that's why you know I'm but clearly they're dying to use him, you know, video game, Comic Con, this and that, anything we can have him on. We are doing it, but no he hasn't been on Raw yet because all these shows are planned like months in advance. That's why you haven't seen Sting yet. Uh it's coming. <laughs> Don't think it'll be Sunday, but you never know. They might show some video of him from the uh, little... Uh, in fact, I think I'm probably pretty sure they'll show a video of him from the uh, panel that they're having, like where they're having a, him and Hulk Hogan and John Cena and you know, Cesaro and like six people talking in, in the city on the day before the pay-per-view. Like, that's how you'll see Sting on some of but I would predict anything further than that. <laughs> but yeah, so Lee Bella, yeah, she'll probably win. Um, and what will be the show stealer of the night? Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Now, these are two guys that have been working together for a real long time. And, uh, that will be the match of the night. They've been whetting your appetite every single week for months now. Like um, back in February, when the Wyatt family finally faced the Shield at Elimination Chamber. And we finally got what we wanted, and everyone was screaming, "This is awesome!" Before we even, <laughs> before they even like did anything, like uh, that's the uh, importance of that. Now, uh, how much the fans want that? Um, the long-term plan, I guess, was to split them up and not for them to be together forever. Because again, how can you, you know? become top guys in a, in a faction and this and that. So I think mean, it's understandable and it's kind of sad. And my friend Danny kind of thinks they'll get back together someday. You <laughs> know, the shield. 
what would be really cool is if the shield did all of this to uh, destroy the authority from within, and they're just acting like they hated each other. But again, that that's probably not going to happen. That's like if they were looking at the genius level <laughs> that me and my friend Danny would or would do for them. <laughs> but a Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. No, they gave Seth Rollins the money in the bank loan. Um, it seems like Dean Ambrose has been more of like the star coming out of that. Like uh, he's been more stone cold like, I guess you could say, as far as disrupting everything and and doing things that put him over more than Seth Rollins. But uh, do not sleep on Seth Rollins. I, if you look at him <laughs> physically, his ability, if you listen to his entrance music, it's kind of like a, this mix of CM Punk and Edge. Like, uh, I see Edge and I see CM Punk. I see they don't have those two anymore. Like, uh, but they have Seth Rollins now. I think that's what they're going with. And um, they're really building him up to be this, uh, to fill that void. Like, uh, musically, <laughs> look-wise, ability-wise, I think. Seth Rollins is filling that gap since they lost Edge and CM Punk. So yeah, he has a lot, lot going for him, but he doesn't need to win this match. Now, um, Dean Ambrose, on the other hand, if he loses this match, he's pretty much left with next to nothing. Like um, he's pretty much left with, uh, well, I'm here trying to. Uh, Advantage this horrible, you know, he backstabbed us. He turned his back on his brothers. And again, Roman Reigns could give less of a shit now. <laughs> He's just trying to win the title. It's like uh, Roman Reigns doesn't care about Seth Rollins, seemingly. You know, Dean Ambrose has pulled this grudge, though, you know, which is perfect sense. But uh, again, this is another case where I see them not just having this one match but continuing further and further. And, you know, you you could look at it and call it a toss-up, but I would have to say that uh, Seth Rollins can cash in that briefcase at any point in time. Losing this match is not going to hurt him. It would hurt Dean Ambrose a lot if he lost this match. Dean Ambrose is getting pops. People want him to win this match. And I'm going to have to pick Dean Ambrose to win it. Um, or Rollins loses by disqualification or some kind of shenanigans and setting up another match, but fully expect this match to steal the show because no other two on this card facing each other can do what these two guys can do in the ring. Which leads us to Cena and Lesnar. Now, this should be the easiest prediction of all. <laughs> Even though they make it seem like Cena is super Cena. He's not going to quit. He's not going to give up. He's, he's going to walk out with the title. Lesnar doesn't respect it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, all the documentaries, everything they've been doing lately to build up this match and try to make you think Cena has a chance, you should see it for what it is. The only time that Anyone has beaten Brock Lesnar since he came back over two years ago was when they used a weapon. Cena hit him with the chain and then, you know, hit him with the AA on the stairs. 
Triple H used a sledgehammer <laughs> to beat Lesnar. Brock Lesnar does not lose a straight wrestling match. He just doesn't. <laughs> it's it's not believable. It's 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 it just doesn't happen. It's not going to happen this Sunday. Now Lesnar will be on the pay per view. He's already booked for it the following month. Uh, Night of Champions. If he was just going to lose this match and fall into obscurity and let his uh, defeating Undertaker at WrestleMania end in his ending the streak, if he was going to just let that you know become meaningless, like that's that's what would happen. It would all become meaningless and for nothing. And so you know, should have been the guy to end the streak at that point. But I mean, I fully expect uh, Brock Lesnar to defeat the uh, John Cena this Sunday. No questions. I believe we have the DRC on the line right now. Yeah, yeah. This uh, listen here talking about you know Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Uh, no, it's pretty much expected by everybody. You know, everybody knows. You know, it's ninety ninety nine percent sure everybody's that Brock's going to win this, <laughs> and you know. Uh, if things stay in the motion the WWE is staying in, then that's obviously what needs to happen. Particularly what I really want to see come out of this <laughs> is a John Cena heel turn. And I think that's what everybody is wanting to see happen. <laughs> now, against Brock Lesnar, no, it's looks like obviously that can't happen. But, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but like, you know, on Raw a couple of weeks ago and the John Cena, Paul Heyman little promo in the beginning of Raw. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but I felt like a, a, a chemistry all of a sudden began to form between Cena and Heyman right there when they were doing the whole passion, talk about passion and all that for the business and everything. <laughs> but all that kept coming back to my mind, it's my, I don't know about you, but <laughs> this is what was coming to my mind. ECW's very first pay-per-view, Hardcore Heaven, 97. <laughs> and the big matchup they were really promoting on that pay-per-view was Sa- uh, Sabu and Taz. And, uh, you know, Taz is a whole lot similar to Brock <laughs> in that, in that uh, scenario there. And then all of a sudden, Heyman turns on Taz and was Sabu. <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> I re- it would be that, to me that would be the best thing to happen in this you know, SummerSlam May event. Although I would not want to bet on it happening, I would love to see you know a Heyman Cena thing, or more more appropriately a Cena heel turn. Which he was, you know, on this past Sunday night, he was all talking about you know to beat a beast, you got to become a beast. So that's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Well, this is this is a possibility I had not even thought about. Heyman turning on Lesnar and going with Cena. Now, a heel turn coming out of this, it, they almost have to do, because John Cena is not going to be left with anybody <laughs> to feud with or or much of anything. It, Lesnar, well, yeah, pretty much guaranteed that Lesnar will win this match. He could have a rematch next month, but, um, I mean, looking at the, the big picture, as you said, and the way they're going and heading into WrestleMania. Like, what is... <laughs> the time is now for Cena to turn. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing about it is even Hulk Hogan came out and said, 
Seeing <laughs> at the time for seeing it to be a heel turn is right now. I mean, that's what I personally hope the best thing that could come out of this. Although I still wouldn't want to bet the house, the cash, the wife on it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they, they normally say something like that for the next night on Raw. <laughs> I just expect, yeah, I, I expect Lesnar to destroy him for 10 minutes and just beat him clean and <laughs> brutalize him. But, Thing, you know, with Brock Lesnar, <laughs> you know, for I don't know how long, two or three years or however long it's been, they've been having him be this merciless beast that just comes out and destroys everybody. <laughs> like nobody is in his league, like, you know, or they, they, they do like Big Show did back in January, you know, they, you know, really confront him. And then all of a sudden, like at the actual match, Brock gets an upper hand and they're like... <laughs> So, yeah. who is, I wonder exactly who is going to be the man to stop Brock Lesnar. Because this has to be, for this to be any good, all this two or three year build up of making Brock like this indestructible monster or beast, there has to be somebody that, you know, to really, to really stop him. <laughs> you know, uh, going to have to be a new guy they build up or returning Daniel Bryan, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the one. That's stuff. See, that's the one thing I want to differ differ with you. <laughs> uh, I have no desire to see a Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> For one thing, I don't see how it could look any good whatsoever. I mean, you know, <laughs> Daniel Bryan's a good technical wrestler. You know, he's he would be good in there with, like, you know, like a Bret Hart or a Ric Flair. <laughs> but I can't see him putting the yes lock on Brock Lesnar and being a sucker. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I'm like Jim Ross. I, I think the best thing come out leading up to would be a Brock Roman Reigns thing at WrestleMania, possibly. But, you know, right yeah, now. Man, I'm, I'm, I was talking about that earlier, just seeing those two in a stare down, and I'm like, yeah, that, that would that would get the people going. <laughs> I mean, no, right Daniel now, Bryan would not beat Brock Lesnar with a Lesnar yes lock. He would maybe hit him with that running knee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now, Roman Reigns don't look like, I mean, from just where they have him right now, they don't have him having quite the intensity about him. I mean, well, he's not intense. That's the wrong word. But he don't have quite as um, big a... I guess alter ego or outside persona against Brock because <laughs> he he's so serious right now. <laughs> I mean he looks. I mean you know if you were to think him and Brock, I mean you know, <laughs> but it's because they have him so involved in this whole feud with the Authority and Randy Orton and. <laughs> but you know, you know for a massive button, they could break him out of that, and uh, you know I, I could see him, him getting in there by WrestleMania. <laughs> Yeah, so the, I don't know if you were listening before you called in, but uh, I gave all my predictions for the seven big matches at SummerSlam, and I predicted that Orton will beat Roman Reigns Sunday. Now, what's your prediction on that match? Well, exciting um, because honestly, they have honestly, to going have matches on pay-per-views. They have to have you know two, three more pay-per-views. They have to keep it going. So I don't think Reigns will beat Orton the first time out. Uh, well, I am going to go with Roman Reigns, I guess, my prediction. <laughs> I think he will. I mean, I think they got a cut. Yeah, we do. That's, you know, some other pay-per-views, a lot of other pay-per-views coming. But, you know, I think 
you know, it's going to have to grow. Um, I think there's some uh, other matches there, like not necessarily more necessarily authority, but I think I mean I think you're going to have to get out of that for a minute to get to a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> You know, obviously this whole thing, you know, Triple H using Brock Lesnar to get the world title or whatever, but, you know, Brock Lesnar is not an authority guy. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I think it's going to have to break out of this whole authority feud and Roman Roman Reigns is going to face some other people. Um, You know, I haven't got to actually watch the SmackDown. I haven't actually been watching SmackDown. I really just asked you weeks I've been watching Raw. That's about it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I didn't actually get to see Roman Reigns and Rusev. <laughs> so, you know, I look for some more, you know, better feeds and better matches. Roman Reigns, a whole lot to come. <laughs> so you're predicting Roman Reigns over Orton, is that correct? I'm predicting, yeah. <laughs> I want to go with Roman Reigns just on this one. I don't want to see Orton on Monday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's because, you know, they're still kind of trying to keep – it's like, you know, you know, Orton, they made it look like all Brock bumped Orton out of the main event, you know, on the storyline type thing. But it's like, you know, they they were trying to keep Orton, like, relevant as all the former world champion, and he's, you know, in a world title shot, but he's really moved out of that. <laughs> you know, I see him dropping down at this point or, you know – Something better as far as like, you know, like if he were to if he was to lose this Sunday, you know, and I don't, I'm not going to say they're going to do this, but let's just say I see Orton moving, you know, moving down in the rankings unless maybe something tremendous change within a Triple H or something. Okay, so Rusev versus uh, Jack Swagger. I predicted Rusev for the reason of yeah, they have to build Swagger up as a credible opponent. <laughs> But uh, what do you, who do you think's taking that match? Yeah, I'm going with Rusev also. <laughs> Although I really right. like how they're actually doing something with Jack Swagger, <laughs> and uh, you know, um, with what happened with Del Rio just here recently, <laughs> as we both know. Um, yeah. You know, even though yeah, somebody was, called him a dirty Mexican or something. I think you said it. Yeah, yeah, and he slapped them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think it's going to, you know, even though they got Swagger as a face in the midst of this, and, and I don't know what that whole little, I mean, I haven't seen enough anymore of what's going on, that whole little click thing with <laughs> Kofi Kingston, Biggie, and Xavier Woods. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But I think they're going to have to do some moving up in the moving up in the rankings of some of these guys to fill in that void because he, he was a big uh, – player there, Del Rio was. So I, I guess what I'm saying, I'm, I'm liking seeing them actually do something with Swagger, is what I'm trying to say. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've been surprised by him. Like, I haven't liked him too much over the years, but lately I do. So, yeah, I mean, you know, even though Rusev's one of my guys, like, you know, watching the match and how good, how, like, nobody else, not even Big E, I don't think it's it's been as formidable against Rusev as Swagger has. I mean, just like that one right. wall, like where Rusev was going for the kick, and out of nowhere he catches him in the Patriot locker. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe this kind of all of a sudden kind of likes Swagger. So, 
But yeah, your prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you. I'm going with Rusev then. <laughs> yeah. So we agree on two. We disagree on Reigns and Orton. But what about Stephanie and Brie Bella? I predicted Brie Bella. Um, who do you think? Uh, yeah, I think I'm actually going to go with Brie too. Although it wouldn't surprise me too much with Stephanie um, continuing that whole power and the authority storyline. Um, yeah, oh yeah, it's going to be the whole wild card. Huh? It has legs. Like, they're going to keep that storyline going <laughs> over television in the next couple of months. Bree, Stephanie, Daniel Bryan involvement, future this and that, maybe a tag match, you know, Triple H and Stephanie versus Bree and Daniel Bryan down the road. Like, it's something they're going to keep going. But I think with so many heels winning on SummerSlam, like, Bree Bella is going to have to win that to keep the crowd happy. <laughs> Make them yeah, happy. Yeah, they have a wild give them, like, one this whole thing is, like, what it, I don't know what it is they're doing with, you know, what they did this past Monday, the whole Daniel Bryan's therapist thing, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I think this whole Daniel Bryan thing is dead, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, they had a win. That should have kind of been the end of it at WrestleMania 30, but, you know, then it kind of, oh, he's defending their title and they're trying to get it from him and, you know, what are they going to do? Okay, I have no desire to see that whole Daniel Bryan thing over again, kind of like we saw Austin. You know, yeah. he won the title at WrestleMania 14, and then all of it, Mr. McMahon screws him out of it. Then he's a whole year building up to WrestleMania 15 with The Rock. I don't want to see this Daniel Bryan thing over again. I want to see straight honestly. <laughs> Unless, you know, the best thing out of this is they all of a sudden have him turn heel again, turn on Brady or you know, something like, you know, part of the authority or something in some way. I don't know. That's the best thing, the freshest thing in this, because there is no way that I want to see another Daniel Bryan build up for the next year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem to, it seems to be like they've had to change their plans tremendously from what they originally had going. But uh, another big match, uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. I think this will steal the show, be the best match of the night. I predicted Ambrose to win because uh, he needs it. Rollins won't be hurt. He still has money in the bank. So that's why I'm going with Ambrose. But who do you think is going to win the match, or will it be a double disqualification and count-out shenanigans? I'm thinking there's a high possibility for double disqualification, double count-out. Something of that, something of that nature, where there's uh, not a clear-cut winner. Um, I don't know. Uh, it seems like the past week or two, Seth Rollins kind of lost some steam. But you know, what? I, I, I want to say this. You know, the thing about Seth Rollins and how Mr. Money in the Bank and all this stuff. I mean, yeah, I realize we're talking about sports entertainment here, and it's all meant, you know, <laughs> it has a perspective. But let's put this in reality. If, if you were really wanting this to look real, <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I was Mr. Money in the Bank, I don't think I'd keep coming out there and reminding everybody of it. <laughs> you know, you see him keep coming out there and be like, I want everybody to know I'm still happy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> would, if you're Mr. Money in the Bank, okay, and you got a guaranteed contract match for the world title that you can surprise yeah. at any time. Wouldn't you want to make everybody forget about you having that? <laughs> yeah, the first ever winner I was Edge like nine years ago, and he didn't cash it in for ten months, and then it was a big surprise, and he beat John Cena, won the title. 
<laughs> like nowadays, it seems like you win the money in the bank, you don't actually go on to win the title. Like Damian Sandow, you know, yeah. <laughs> last year. <laughs> I, I, I just thought that was so funny. You know, if I miss the money in the bank, why do I want to keep coming out there and reminding everybody? <laughs> I mean, I would want them to completely forget about me being that. But uh, yeah, I, re- I I could really see that match being a split decision. Um, I think the fans have really gotten over with Ambrose more than Seth Rollins has had the build up of being a you know a classic heel. When I think of you know like Seth Rollins and the whole Shield split breakup thing, um, I realize you're talking about a a trio here rather than a tag team. But if you look back in history, you know tag teams have split up. And a lot of times, uh, well, not all the time, but sometimes, a lot of times you've seen, like, the heel guy go on and become successful in singles competition. I'm thinking of Shawn Michaels with the Rockers. When the Rockers split up, Shawn Michaels went on to a success in singles competition. Yeah. When the Steiner brothers split up, like Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump went on to be successful. You know, <laughs> you have a lot of tag teams like that. And I think, you know, Seth Rollins, for him, he's kind of, for him to keep up for and that's kind of a role they're kind of making him look like. Although I think he's still definitely got some build up to do it. <laughs> I, I think he kind of needs to win this a little bit more than Ambrose does. Uh, but we're yeah, we're looking at that. Because um, I really think Ambrose with his past the past few Monday Night Rolls and everything. He has really gotten over good. I think his popularity is really soaring there, and he's been a little more su- successful, I think, in his role right now than Rollins is in his role. I don't know. I'm, again, it's it's going to be the match of the night, technically, physically. I still think, like, Bree will win and Ambrose will win just because of all the other heels winning. Because uh, Bray Wyatt, Chris Jericho, I feel that Bray Wyatt will win. Uh, who do you think takes that? Uh, yeah, Bray. Um, <laughs> no, no offense, but th- that's probably the one match of SummerSlam. And I don't mean to downplay it, <laughs> sound negative right here. I guess that's going to be the one match that I'm really not having a whole lot of excitement about. <laughs> you know, it's like I was, you know, <laughs> somebody said Bray's character has really gone stale, you know, ever since, you know, the ending of the John Cena feud. And it's just like, yeah. you know, I mean, this, you know, when you keep, it's kind of like uh, last year, the whole Triple H, Daniel Bryan won the world title. All the fans were complaining about, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> they need to have, you know, they were getting, you know, aggravated, waiting on it. Bray Wyatt more so. I mean, we've seen all these nostalgic promos from him and all these shenanigans, and, and it's like really led to to really nowhere, <laughs> and they need to do so- – I mean, you know, ex- Extreme Rules was good. The cage match with Cena, little Johnny coming out there, and the, you know, the dark yeah. voice and everything. But, you know, after that, it's just like it kind of fell through, and, and we've not really seen anything else, you know, outstanding with him. He needs – you know, <laughs> he needs – it's like he kind of needs um, right now – the Wyatt family to grow or something, you know, kind of like Kevin Sullivan in the Dungeon of Doom or something back in the day. Uh, he needs um, something more, more of a background, more of, you know, their needs, as crazy as this sounds. I mean, 
there would need to actually be a literal Sister Abigail coming out or something. Something <laughs> needs to, to help him here. But you know, you know, there's, you know, it's that's why you know I'm, help, you know, I'm looking for Bray to win this, but he really needs something to build up to give him some more depth to who he is right now. Okay, so real quick, uh, AJ Lee over Page. That's my prediction. Uh, yeah, I want to go with AJ Lee. Um, they're doing 